Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wisdom.com test match cricket at the end of day one at Abu Dhabi with Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for Specsavers, the test experts, and Proatar, the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest names in cricket. Jeff, it was a roller coaster first day. We had so many different moments in time where we thought we could predict what was about to happen next. And almost immediately upon drawing some sort of conclusion, the, the sands would shift and the game would move along a different direction altogether. Very literally, we're surrounded by sand dunes here in Abu Dhabi and they were shifting and the game was shifting. A, a ship on rough seas tilting from side to side. Uh, Pakistan, very comfortable at 1 for 57. Very uncomfortable at 5 for 57. <laughs> very comfortable again when they banged together a 147 run partnership for the sixth wicket so uh, what a day and then uh, finally got their way up to 282 and then a couple of quick Australian wickets before the close it just all happened yeah tremendous day of test cricket let's start with the story which I think is the most heartwarming of the day that's Nathan Lyon he picked up four wickets in six balls at one stage he was on a hat trick Uh, it was all happening as they say these four wickets that fell on 57 that you mentioned uh, he went through uh, in in order as Ali and Harris so hail in consecutive balls and Asad Shafiq and Barbara Azam in the following over in doing so he moved from 310 test wickets to 314 test wickets so he passed both Brett Lee and Mitchell Johnson only three men sit ahead of him on the all-time wicket takers list for Australia Lily McGrath Warn. Who Handy. would have thought it? Who would have thought Nathan Lyon? With well, it's, a, it's a tremendous backstory. We know it back to front, but more important than the backstory is the gritty second act. Really, it's the way that he's been able to uh, establish himself as one of the premier spinners on the planet, having almost lost his international career eight, eight months ago. Yeah, and, and having turned himself into someone who operates with such confidence and belief, you know, the way he spoke in his press conference, they said, oh, were you were you a bit lucky that Barbara Azam, you know, lost his head and charged down the wicket and tried to punt you into the stands? And he said, nah, I thought it was a pretty good off-spinning delivery. Bit of drift, <laughs> beat him in the air, through the gate, hit the top of the stumps. What else do you want me to do? Uh, and he's right. He bowled beautifully in that spell, but four for none. No one takes four for none. No, that's right. And he, and he even allowed himself a break reflection on the fact that he 
thinks it's special that he's passed those two names. He described Mitchell Johnson as an elder brother of his, an older brother of his in the side when he first started playing for Australia. Nathan Lyon, usually when you ask him a question about statistics, he says something along the lines of, well, I'll talk about that when, when my career is over. But he's got this broader perspective now. He understands the, the footprint he's leaving on the Australian team and test cricket. And it's a wonderful thing because we know that at age 30, there's every chance that Nathan Lyon will still be playing test cricket in five years' time. There's no reason why, well, not only Lily, but, but also Glenn McGrath could potentially, and I, I don't want to talk about Shane Warne quite yet, but at the very least, <laughs> Lily and McGrath could very well be in his sights given, given his you know, fitness seems to be um, where it should be and his form's never been better. I want to talk about Shane Warne just yet because, <laughs> uh, what, he's halfway there, Bon Jovi style. Uh, he's, see, he could play till he's 38. He's an off spinner, could, yeah. could keep going. His career has been a bit under eight years so far, so you do the maths. It's within the realms of possibility. Here's uh, your chat, Nathan. Uh, here's your chat, Jeff, rather, with Nathan Lyon at Stumps tonight.
Before turning to the home side, there was another very busy boy out on the field today from Australia. His name's Manus Labashain. I feel like we're talking about him every day, which is indicative of the influence he's already having in test cricket. Almost always, it's when Australia's in the field. He made, he's made 13 test runs, but he's taken five <laughs> test wickets. But before we even get to the wickets, the catch that he took to remove Mohamed Afiz in, I think it was the fifth over this morning, was ridiculous. Off the mm-hmm. face of the bat to short leg, hit him in the groin or thereabouts, bounced off both his knees, his forearm, and managed to land between his legs before he plucked it out with his hand. While he was spinning on his back in a sort of like Michelangelo heroes in a half shell (laughs) style move, (laughs) spinning around on the disco floor. Yeah, every component part for a great catch. Uh, and then he, then he Aside drops, from using his hands. <laughs> apart from that bit. Then he drops a very easy catch at mid-wicket before the Nathan Lyons show begins. Literally which, standing there, flicked to him, straight at him, straight in, straight out. Quite remarkable. Then he, he botched one review of Peter Siddle when he was insisting down the stump mic, which we had on the wisdom.com coverage. It's definitely out. It's definitely out. Well, well, it wasn't definitely out. Bat inside edge. And, and, it wasn't, <laughs> and he was leg side of the batsman <laughs> yeah, who inside edged into his pads. Yeah, there are a host of reasons why he made a blue there. But then the, the positive... For no, but day. then while he's bowling, he gets another one, which he insists they review, uh, which right. is also not out. But two <laughs> balls later, he did get his breakthrough. So after botching two reviews, dropping a catch, taking a blinder, he picks up Fakazaman on the cusp of T for 94, and that gets Australia's second win. So after Pakistan had been reduced to 57 for five, they've made their way to 204 for five. They put on 147, the captain Safraz and Fakha in a fantastic rear guard. But it was Labashain that got them going again. Yeah, well, he uh, he dismissed Fakha Zaman just before the tea break, got him LBW, came back after tea, got rid of Bilal Asif, got rid of uh, Safraz as well when he tried to go over cover. So mm. he got two men out for 94, both of whom <laughs> could have um, caused a lot more damage if they'd gone on. And he finished with figures on the day of three for 45. Going back to Fakazaman, Jeff, we were very excited about his presence in the Pakistan 11 for this test. And he didn't disappoint. And as you explained through your interview with him, it was playing in a way that we haven't really seen at white ball level, which made him so prolific today. Yeah, but which he does have the capacity at first class level. You know, he goes along at a strike rate of about 60 in his yep. first class cricket. So he's not all about smashing everything, but he was smart enough to recognise that Safraz was more in command of the conditions than he was himself, and that for him it was better to shut up shop a little bit and just just try to see out some of the bowling and support Safraz while he was scoring very busily. And here's your interview with Fakir Zaman, the man on debut who made 94 at Stumps tonight.
So the Pakistan captain, Safraz Ahmed, a fair degree of pressure on him coming into this test match uh, on account of his leadership and the runs he hasn't made in recent times. He made 94 of them today in 129 balls. His first 50 was at a runner ball. He got them out of a hole the best way he knows how is to be innovative, be creative, and he had the ball ticking over. And also, he continued to make a contribution later in the day after copping a terrible blow on the elbow from Mitchell Stark. Well, what I liked about the way he played today, Adam, was that he didn't come out and try to smash everything around. He just came out and was really, really busy. He opened the face of the batter lot, glided behind point, drove inside out through cover, started taking guard outside leg stump to Nathan Lyon just to mix up where he was going to bowl. And not just outside leg stump, we're talking two, nearly hitting the return crease with yep. his back heel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so just changing things up, stepping into the line of the ball, backing himself to hit it, cut the ball off middle stump a lot, uh, and, and barely faced dot balls in his innings. He was off strike as quick as he was on. So he'd made 66 runs in his previous five test innings and mm. uh, made more than that in one hit today. And what about the catch down the leg side? I mean, we talk about the, the arm injury. He came into the press conference with a huge ice pack on his elbow when he addressed us after play. But... I mean, he had to dive with that arm to take Usman Khawaja, the man in the best form possible from mm. last week at Dubai, down the leg side off the bowling of Mohamed Abbas, which was his 50th wicket in Test cricket. Just the, the second fastest to get there for Pakistan. It's, it's, it's a subplot. Normally, that would be one of the stories of the day. <laughs> if, but, you, if you had a bunch of really cool friends, would you call them the ice pack? Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think I think if we... I read a, I read a tweet today uh, from a colleague of ours, Richard Hines, that said, if Brett Lee and Shane Lee ever start a band again, it should be called Soft Signal. So <laughs> given we saw the Soft Signal in, in operation a couple of times today. But no, so Safraz plays a role again at the end of play as he had earlier on, which again shows that he is just determined to do whatever it takes to make sure that they can put themselves into a position which really, at this stage of the test match, they're behind. And, and after winning the toss, you shouldn't be behind. But the key thing being, Usman Khawaja, that 100 and he's 85 in Dubai, they've got him cheaply, they've got him down the leg side, they certainly weren't bowling for that plan, but mm. they've got him out in single figures, um, and then they managed to knock off the night watchman with the last ball of the day as well. So, Mohamed Abbas has two for nine from four overs. Australia finish at 20 for two. So, they're 262 runs behind. Uh, a, a most eventful first day. We're not used to test matches finishing early in this part of the world, but we might very well be on track for a four-day test if this continue if this trend continues in the next couple of days well we might or we might be on for Australia makes 500 who knows and that's for two days but um, at the moment things moving very briskly uh, but probably there was a bit more in the wicket on this first day than there might be on the second and third all told a fantastic day on wisdom.com test match cricket for spec savers the test experts and proletar the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest names in cricket thanks for your company throughout the day Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon signing off from Aberdeen Podcast Network.